There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Coming up in this episode. In one false sweep, you're going to cut my head off. I haven't used a rubber in a while. But there is no sign of a body. You can die of fear. I want to just see what's going on in there. Okay. I'm scared there could be something going on you got to just sometimes run past the goat. But I've just rolled that. Four. Oh. Oh, hi, I'm Tom Bartlett, and this is A Mugs Gamebook, a podcast where I play through my old choose-your-own-adventure gamebooks with excellent people. Today, for the second episode, we have YouTube prankster extraordinaire and very nice South African man, Josh Peters, who is fresh from mugging Katie Hopkins right off in what has to be the video of the year so far. If you have been living under a rock and haven't seen it, I've put a link in the show notes. Get yourself a treat and have a watch. Right after, you enjoy him playing through Steve Jackson's House of Hell with me. Josh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Tom. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, So, today we're going to play House of Hell. I look forward to Jackson. It's strange having, you know, speaking with you, you're monitoring sound and recording your own sound at the same (laughs) time. Absolutely. As a sound man, I I can't turn it away. You can't can't get away from it. The thought of recording this and not listening to it as I'm doing it is awful. Terrified you. Yeah. So, anyway, House of Hell. Yeah. Um, It's fighting fantasy. Choose your own adventure. So you'll be making your way through the adventure. Okay, it's like what they play in Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Basically, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's like that. Uh, and before we begin, you're going to have to sort out some of your stats. Okay. So, to start with, we need to determine your skill score. Right. So, to do that, roll one dice. Can I do it? Die. Two. Two. It's not great. So, you add that to six. <laughs> And was the higher number going to be better there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damage. Higher number is yeah. abs- absolutely better. That's a two. That's not so very good at all. It's not, it's not wonderful, but that's okay. We, right. we can make our way through. So that means in your skill score on your adventure yeah. sheet. Over here, I put yeah, two. Yeah. No, well, no, you add, you add six to it. So oh, okay. that'll be eight. Eight, okay. And I put that where it says skill. Um, where it says initial skill. Uh, initial skill, eight. Cool. Yeah. When you first start, you don't have a weapon, so your skill points is three lower. Ah, it says that here. Yeah. And then we're going to do your stamina. All right. So you roll two for that one. Got you. Here we go. Oh, no. Four. Four. Not great. And you add that to 12. So I've got uh, 16. 16. Which, uh, that's not bad. That's fine. Good maths. Uh, and then your luck skill as yeah. well. One more. Come on, let's have my luck as a high one. Oh my God, it's two. a two again. Yeah. So that's 14. Oh no, what do you add it to? Sorry. You add that to six. So eight. So you have eight again. Hang on, my. Not very good. My microphone's quite rustly. So. There this you is. Why you, we can't, monitor. you can't help it. Yeah. This is why we monitor. There we go. Oh, and also your fear score. Mm-hmm. So one more dice again. Do you want this to be high or low? You want this to be high. You want them all to be high, really. One. Well, that's a one, so that's not very high at all, is it? <laughs> so you add that to six, so that seven. is your fear score is seven. So I'm going to start off. You're going to hear... I'm going to read it out. Yeah. I sort of 
when I read stuff out, I've realised I put on a bit of a posh voice. Okay, so, no, that, you're so, so, don't, so don't worry I'm about it. I look forward to hearing that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try not to. I'll try and keep no, it. No, please do that. I'll going to make it a lot more. Uh, also, um, there's, there's bits where you speak. Do you want me to do a bad South African accent for you? I would love to hear yeah. you do a South okay. African accent. Perfect. I'll do that. Will that be offensive? No. No, if anything, Might I think highly offensive. entertaining. No, you can't get more offensive than just a white South African in general, so I'm sure Okay, so that's fair game. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Okay, here we go. The background. The rain spatters down the windscreen relentlessly. You can see no more than a watery gloom as you strain forwards over the steering wheel to see the road ahead. Although the wipers flap valiantly, they are fighting a losing battle. As the rain drives harder and harder, your foot eases off the accelerator. The headlights struggle to light up the road. Dim. You curse. <laughs> it really was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dim. You curse the white-haired old man who sent you off along this bumpy track. Probably he meant the second turning on the left, or even the right turning. The old fool. Perhaps this is the idea of a joke. After all, didn't you notice that mischievous glint in his eye? Something vaguely sinister, Josh. But what sort of nonsense is this? So you've taken a wrong turn and got caught in a downpour in the night. The rain will ease off soon. It can't possibly keep this deluge for long. And then you'll be able to... Watch out! You spin the wheel frantically to the left to avoid the figure who, from nowhere, shows up in the headlights. The car bumps and jolts as it bounces over the rocky roadside and thumps into a ditch. You collect your thoughts. You are unhurt but shaken. Then you remember what has happened. The body. You must have hit the figure which appeared. There was no way you could have avoided him. You spring out of the car, praying that he's still alive. Your clothes soak up the rain as you hobble back to the road. In the darkness, it's difficult to see anything. But it is nice sign of a body. <laughs> You consider the situation. Are you certain that it was someone and not a trick of the light? Yes. You can remember the arms held up in fright as the face collided and the look of anguish on the face. His face. There was something familiar about the face. A man you recognised. An old man with white hair. Your heart leaps. Impossible. With a shiver of fear, you race back to the car, jump inside, force the key into the ignition, and twist it violently. The starter coughs, splutters, and dies. You hit the key again, but this time, a single shudder is all the engine can manage. You grasp the wheel with your hands and shake it desperately as if to force some life into the car. But the battery is dead. Your car is certainly not budging from the ditch tonight. Your situation is hopeless. But now the plight of your car is paramount. Where can you get help? You passed a garage at Mingleford, but that was some 20 miles away. As if in answer, a light appears in the distance. Someone has switched on a bedroom light. What a stroke of luck. It was at least 50 miles back that you passed the last house and you happened to have broken down just a short distance from someone's home. You button up your coat and open the door. From outside the car, you can see the building more clearly. Just ahead, on the left, a drive winds up to a large house. It is a good five minutes walk away, and by the time you reach it, you will be drenched. That's like a washing machine. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed to No, no, that's okay. Right. Sorry, I'm just obviously doing it spin. Yeah. It's adding to the tension of the yeah, scene. Yeah, I reckon. I, I reckon let's just keep it's it like in. Horror I'll be scores. putting music and stuff okay, over it anyway. You button up your coat and open the door. From outside the car, you can see the building more clearly. Just ahead on the left, a drive winds up to a large house. It's a good five minutes walk away, and by the time you reach it, you will be drenched. How else can you call the garage? You can't afford to miss tomorrow's appointment. Now, go you must. Anyway, you'll probably be able to dry off inside after phoning the garage. You slam the door, turn your collar, and set off for the house. A flash of lightning lights up clearly for you, but in your preoccupation with the rain, the warning from above is wasted on you. The house is old, very old, 
and is in a shocking state of repair. The light in the window is flickering, most likely an oil lamp, certainly not electric. And you didn't notice a fact that might have turned you back anyway. There is no telephone line going to the house. As you climb the steps to the front door, little do you realise what fate has in store for you. Tonight, Josh, it's going to be a night to remember. You climb the creaking steps up the front door and pause to catch your breath. Even though you ran all the way up to the drives from the car, you are soaked through. Your feet are particularly wet. Judging by the number of puddles you stepped into in the dark, the drive needs a small fortune spending on repairs. But under the porch, you're out of the storm and you brush the rain away from your clothes before turning towards the door. The rain is still pelting down, but an eerie silence hangs in the air. No lights are on downstairs. You step back off the porch to check the upstairs window, which has attracted your attention earlier. Nothing. No lights. The whole place seems to be deserted. But then you remember the time. Five minutes to midnight. Everyone in the house has probably gone to bed. An owl hoots in the distance, and a shiver runs down your spine. The situation is a little scary. Here you are, in the middle of nowhere, at some strange, run-down old house, about to wake up whoever lives inside at midnight. They certainly won't be too pleased, but you have no choice if you're going to make your appointment tomorrow. You must reach a telephone to call for help. You step up to the front door. It's like that washing machine building with the tension. (laughs) Absolutely. From the left-hand side of the house, a dull glow catches your attention. A light has been turned on. You breathe a sigh of relief. At least someone is awake. You consider your options. There is an elaborate knocker in the middle of the door and a bell pull hanging down to the right. Will you rap on the door to the knocker, pull the cord, or creep round the house to investigate the light? No, I can choose. This is where you begin your choices, Josh. Okay. So you can knock on the door knocker, pull the cord, or creep round to investigate the light. I'll creep round to investigate the light. You're going to creep round? Yeah. Okay, this is 289. You walk from the porch round the side of the house. A light is indeed on, and it's shining through a window at the back of the building. Do you wish to go round and see if you can see anything at this window, or will you walk up to one of the other windows along the side wall to see if you can enter the house without anyone knowing? So... Are you going to go towards the light? Yeah. Or are you going to try creeping through another window? Um, I'll go to the light. You go to the light? Yeah. Do you think, do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a good idea. I want to, you don't want, want to break in without, without permission. Okay. I mean, you could have just knocked on the front door. I know, I know, but I thought maybe something nasty would be waiting for me. Okay. So I want to make sure I'm just... You know. so, so you want to you want to creep in, but you don't want to really take the piss. <laughs> I want to just see what's going on in there. Okay, I'm scared there could be something going on. Okay, so we're going to go to the window, which is three, four, five. The lit window is next to a black door, which leads to a kitchen. Voices are coming from the kitchen, but you cannot see anyone. Whoever is in there must be standing by the back of the wall, out of sight. You strain to hear what's being said. There appear to be two people in the kitchen, and they are talking excitedly. Master is getting ready. I'm starting to get excited. I've never been to one before. Do you really think we may be visited? Another man's voice, rather more controlled, replies. You know what? (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm going to be doing shit voices for all of these. Good voices. You know, I'm having doubts about this whole affair. She's so young, and she came here in all innocence. I just don't know. The two men walk around the kitchen, and you can see them more clearly. They are both dressed in white gowns. One is a good deal younger than the other. Do you wish to knock on the door to see whether they will let you in? Or will you wait and listen a bit longer? Which door is it the... So, um... Is that going back to the front door to knock? Presume so, probably. Yes. Um, I'll wait to see what they say. Wait to see what they say. I'll listen a little longer just in case. Just sit in the shadows. The younger man turns to the older one and angrily says, 
the master's teachings are not for the faint-hearted. You know of his power and his promises to us all. Perhaps you are no longer strong enough to stay with us. The old man turns away towards the window. He is hiding the look on his face, which is one of nervousness and fear. He realises that he has said the wrong thing. No, he stammers. I'll be all right. Just a momentary weakness. Come, let's get on with the preparations. Together, the two men leave the kitchen, blowing out the candles on the way. You wonder what they were talking about. Now you must choose your next move. Will you try the kitchen door to see whether you can sneak inside? Or go back round to the front and knock on the door? Uh, I'll sneak inside. Sneak inside the kitchen door? Yeah. I don't trust these guys. I don't want to knock on their door. They seem a bit dodgy, don't they? Yeah, there's something going on there. There's something going I mean, it is the house of hell. Exactly, that gave me a clue that they might be up to something. You would assume that there's something bad going on. (laughs) 306. The door is firmly locked. You will not enter the house this way. If you wish, you can knock at the door and try and attract their attention. If you decide to do this, you must test your luck. If you are lucky, they will hear you and come to investigate. If you're unlucky, they're out of earshot and you will not get through the door this way. If you decide against knocking at the door, you'll have to go back to the front door. I'll go, can I choose to go back to the front door now? You can choose to go back to the front door if you want. Uh, yeah, I'll go back to the front you're door. You're going to go back to the front door. That's, that's fine. It's good to scope out and you gotta, see. You've got to just investigate. Exactly. You can't just be going willy-nilly. Um, when, when you go back to the door, do you want to knock on knock on the front door? I'll, I'll or knock. pull the pull. I'll knock on the front door. Knock on the front door. So, like, if I pull that thing, it might open a trap door or something. It absolutely could open a trap door. You just don't know, Josh. You don't know. That's, it's the house of hell. That's the beauty. Three, five, seven. Right. A few moments later, the door handle turns slowly and the door opens. Standing in the hallway is a tall man dressed in a dark suit with tails. His long face is solemn. Yes? He asks indignantly. You smile nervously and explain your situation. Your car is broken down you need to reach a telephone and you are soaked to the skin. The man's face remains expressionless. Come in, he orders. The master is expecting you. Follow me. He leads you to a reception hall and tells you to sit down while he informs the master of your arrival. You sit down in a solid carved chair and look around. The reception hall is certainly not what you would have expected from the outside. It is elegantly decorated with rich tapestries and fine oak panels. A number of portraits line the walls. A sturdy 16th century table is set against one wall. Will you wait for your host to arrive, study the paintings, or hunt for a telephone? Um, let's study the paintings. You're going to study the paintings? Yeah. They do look a bit... They look a I bit want to know what's going on in this house. And the paintings So, like, are... if I look for a phone, I'm going to get caught and it'll look like I'm doing something suspicious. If they walk into the room while I'm looking at paintings, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just looking at the paintings, right? Just admiring. Just, just nice. Three portraits are particularly interesting. Will you look at the beautiful young woman wearing a tiara, a middle-aged portly gentleman wearing half-moon glasses, or an elderly woman with grey hair and a cold expression? Let's go for the middle-aged man with the glasses. Portly gentleman. Portly, portly gentleman with the glasses. I say you should always trust a portly gentleman. Yeah. Portly gentleman, notoriously friendly. <laughs> you study the portrait of the Duke of Brewster. Mm. 1763 to 1828. A rather elegant sort of chap, you think, as you stare at him. But suddenly you jump back. You could swear you saw his eyes move. A moment later, your suspicions are confirmed. His eyes are definitely moving, directing your attention towards one of the doors in the hall. What is happening? Your car breaks down and suddenly you're in an elegantly decorated derelict house with moving portraits. Will you sit back in the chair and wait for your host? or try the handle on the door the portrait is looking at. Or you may wish to turn to another painting. So, I mean, the painting here is trying to tell you something, Josh. 
I know, but, but I don't know do if you, I trust, do you the painting. trust the painting. I might as well look at another painting. I'll look at the uh, old lady. The old lady. Get all the research done and then make a absolutely, decision. Absolutely, absolutely. You don't want to jump into anything. Very wise. You step up to a portrait of the Duchess of Brewster. She looks a stern old woman with an icy stare. A lady of the nobility, no mistake. But as you stare, her image seems to shimmer. You blink and try and look away, but you can't. Within the shimmering face, you can see small movements and your jaw drops as the portrait's eyes turn towards you. Add one fear point for the fright. So... Here, you start with zero fear. Okay, so now I add one. Yeah. So now you're on one fear. And it's when you get to, what was your fear score? Eight? Uh, Seven. Seven, yeah. When you die. That's when you die of fear. You can die of fear? You can die of fear. Oh, shit, so that was bad. She's just put you well on your way towards dying of fear. Oh, no. The woman's lips start to move and you hear a voice saying, Stranger, you have innocently stumbled into a cursed place. Would that I could bid you escape, but alas, you cannot. There is evil and suffering within these walls, and you may only escape by destroying it, but that is almost impossible. I can tell you this, though. You have an ally close by who may be able to help. This man is dressed in a grey robe. If you can find him, you may together free this house from the evil that controls it. With these words, the shimmering stops. You rub your eyes and look again. The painting is still. Okay, so she's, she's scared you, but she's giving she's you giving some advice. a valuable clue. Unless she's lying. A man in a grey robe. She might be lying. She might be lying. Anyone, anyone could be lying. Yep. Zero, two, seven, seven. Footsteps. Someone is coming. The tall man you met earlier walks in, opening the door for another tall man dressed in a purple smoking jacket. May I present Lord Kelnor, the Earl of Drummer? The butler announces. The Earl holds out his hand and you shake it. His grip is strong and his eyes pierce yours. His lips widen to a soft smile. You begin to tell him about your predicament, but he holds up his hand. Please, I can see that you have been caught in this filthy storm. Let us sit by the fire and we will see whether we can help. Franklins, tell the cook to prepare some food for our visitor. You protest that you do not wish to be any trouble but your host ignores you and leads you into the dressing room where a fire is burning. You take off your coat and sit down. The heat in the fire makes you feel comfortable once more. Franklin's returns with two glasses of brandy. Will you relax and drink the brandy and ask if you can use the telephone? Or will you wait and see what he asks you? (laughs) Um, Decisions, Josh. I'll wait and see what he asks me. Just wait and see. That's, no way. That sounds fair. Yeah, I'm going to see what he says. To I me. mean, he might, he might think you're being quite rude to not drink his brandy. Do you think? Yeah, actually, you know what? You changed my mind. I'm going to. Oh, I'm going well, to, well, Josh, don't. I'm let going me. to take. A, I'm going to take a sip of the brandy and then ask to use his phone. Okay. Oh, watch let's... me end up. Watch him end up shouting at me now. <laughs> watch him end up killing you in one swipe. In one foul swoop, he's going to cut my head off. The fire and the brandy warm you and you begin to feel more relaxed. You may deduct one fear point if you have any. Oh. There you go. Good call. Oh, wait, I can just rub it up. Yeah. I haven't used a rubber in a while in terms of, like, rubbing out <laughs> pencil. I don't think I've done that since school. Oh, there you go. See? It takes me back. Taking you back to those heady days exactly. of rubbing out paper. <laughs> So I have taken the sip of brandy. You've taken the sip of brandy and you've asked the Earl. I'm afraid our telephone line came down tonight in the storm, he replies. We will have it repaired tomorrow morning. In any case, the garage would not come out here at this hour. But don't worry, you're perfectly welcome to spend the night here. I'm glad of the company. Tomorrow, Franklin's will take you into town. Ah, here is Franklin's now. The butler comes back to announce that a meal is ready. You both rise to go down to the dining room. Turn to 309. Well, he seems nice. Yes, but is there something afoot here? I think there may be. Well, we shall see. I think think they're setting me up for an experiment. Setting you up for a That's why I went outside to the window to listen. I know they're up to something. Absolutely. Doing my research. 
The dining room looks magnificent. A long table stretches between two fine chairs and is laid with gleaming silver cutlery. A rich red wallpaper covers the walls and the room is lit by a sparkling chandelier bristling with candles which hangs from the ceiling. You take your seat and the butler moves behind you to offer you wine. Will you take the white wine or the red wine? What's your wine preference, Josh? Depends, but I think we're going to go white wine, but lighter. A bit lighter, Keep yeah. Keep me from falling asleep. Very uh, good point. Yeah, you don't want to get careless while you don't you're want in to a get haunted too house. Comfy. You've already had a brandy after Exactly. All. If anything, water would have been a better idea, but they haven't was, given us that choice offered. and you can't be rude. You can't be, right. The wine is dry and light. Obviously a very expensive vintage there's a puzzling aftertaste which you can't place. Perhaps there is a little sediment in the decanter. No, the taste is more like aspirin. Oh dear. Too late, you realise your wine has been drugged. You start to raise yourself from the table, but the effects are already taking hold. Oh no. You stumble, fall, and crash to the floor. Consciousness fades. That's not good. Your suspicions were correct, Josh. I thought that... But they didn't give me no choice. They said I had to drink their wine. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that brandy just loosened you up a bit too much. Yeah, it, it got me stuck into their wine. <laughs> What's going to happen to me now? Well, well, well. You open your eyes, your head is spinning, and it's some time before you're fully aware of the fact that your hands and feet are bound. The room you're in is empty, but you work out a plan. Not good. You will hop over to the window, break the glass, and use it to cut yourself free. Pulling yourself to your feet is awkward, but you manage it with a mixture of hops and shuffles as you arrive at the window. Outside, the wind is blowing the rain against the window panes. Will you go ahead and smash the window with your hands? Something of a risky business. Or will you instead test your luck? So to test your luck, basically you throw two dice. Yeah. You have to get under your luck score. And then... And then... You are lucky in that situation. Okay, so you, you would want happens. to get under your luck score. So yeah, or you can just try to smash the window with your hands. I'm gonna roll the dice. You're gonna test your luck. I'm gonna try to go under Let's my. Go. I'm gonna go under eight. Under eight. With two dice though. Yeah. Oh, also every time you test your luck, you have to minus one luck from your luck score. Okay, so, so I do that now. Time. Uh, do it afterwards. Yes. Yeah, Let's go. see how lucky you are. Yes. Your boy's nailed it. Woo! But I have to take off a luck score. So now, now your luck score is seven. Okay. But you were lucky. So, ten to one, three, six. Brilliant. Bit of luck. Were you lucky? Right. If you were lucky, you managed to escape the splintering glass without any harm. Brilliant. Three, seventeen. A quarter break. Yeah. After being poisoned. You cut yourself free and massage your wrist to get the circulation moving again. Then you work over to the door and try it. It's not locked. You try the handle, open it a little and look outside. Your room is on a first floor landing. Facing the door is a balustrade and looking out over the banisters you can see the entrance hall below. To your left there are two doors in the corner of the landing which runs along to the right. If you wish to go this way, turn to 287. Looking to your right, the landing runs past another door and then turns to the left to go this way. Turn to 33. So, I mean, you basically just... You're at the top of a... I think let's go option one. Let's go down the stairs. It is down the stairs, right? Um, it is... To your left, there are two doors in the corner. No, it's, it's not down the stairs. It's, it's not. You're basically... It's just if you want to turn left or right down this corridor that you're on. Let's go left. Let's go left. I want to go left. 287. Scary. <laughs> that was a real 50-50 call. I feel like anything. There was no correct decision there. You know, you just had to... You just got to go with your gut, Josh. My gut said left. Your gut says left. Let's see what happens. You walk up to the two doors on the corner of the balcony. The one on your left is named Balthus, and the one on the front of you has no name. What, the rooms have The room names? has a sign. Oh, dear. That says Balthus. If you want to go to the Balthus room, turn to 299... If you'd rather go through the open door, turn to 86. If you want to ignore these and continue down the landing, go to 193. I'm going to ignore these. You're I don't ignore want the don't these distractions. I'm heading, I'm continuing down the down to the exit, hopefully. Okay. 
A short distance further on, you come to the top of the main staircase, which leads downwards. Immediately opposite the staircase is an unmarked door. Do you wish to go downstairs, try the unmarked door, or continue around the landing? Do, do we know what floor I'm on? Because so I certainly don't I want to go underground. Think, no, I think you're on the first floor. So the ground floor is below. Yeah, okay, then let's take the stairs. I'm just worried I'm going to end up in some sort of dungeon by mistake. The last place you want to be is a dungeon. Do not want to end up in a dungeon. One, three, two. That could be serious trouble. Dungeons are rarely, rarely good. No, I do not, not, not want to end up in a dungeon. You walk down the stairs cautiously, looking in every direction. There's no one about. In the hallway below, you may choose to either try a door on the left, a door on the right, or you can walk up to the front door and open it. <laughs> Sounds too easy to be able to go to the front door and open it, but you know, sometimes the simple choices are the right ones. That is true. We're going to go to the front door and open it. Two, two, two. You grip the handle, turn it, and slowly pull the door open. The noise of the storm raging outside becomes louder. You start to walk through the doorway, but stop and gasp. Your eyes are frozen wide open. Standing in the doorway before you is a hooded figure, but its face is not human. Instead, the head is that of a goat, and the mouth is red with blood, which is dripping onto the ground. Oh dear. Its dead eyes staring vacantly upwards. The sight is terrifying, and you must add three fear points. Oh no. You slam the door on its face and turn around. Where will you run? Through the door on the right? Through a door on the left or back down the hallway. So my current fear then is three. Your current fear is three. Because it was zero. Yeah. Okay, let's go door on the left. Door on the left. That was unfair. Couldn't you have just pushed past the goat? I guess, I mean, pretty terrifying. Pretty terrifying goat. But, you know, you got to just sometimes run past the goat. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, I I think I would have tried to run past the goat. (laughs) Words of wisdom to take with you, kids. Sometimes you really do have to run past a goat. I mean, there's, there's probably something in that with goat meaning greatest of all time and having to strive to be the best and beat the best. Blah, blah, blah. But in this case, we do literally mean a goat man thing. He's doing well, though, isn't he? I'm playing a cautious one. Well, we'll get him into some battles soon, don't you worry. Also... One of his friends pops up for a little cameo. See if you can guess who it is. Exciting, isn't it? You turn towards the butler. Oh, no, that is is the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) The door opens onto a large but cosy drawing room. The dying embers of a warm fire burn in the hearth. That's nice. Comfortable chairs are arranged around the fireplace. Two glasses and a decanter stand on the glass top table between the chairs. There are plants in tall stands on either side of the windows, and there is another door next to the one you came in. Do you wish to explore the room further or leave through the other door? Or Let's let's get out of here. Will you have a little tipple from the... I certainly won't. Let's get out of here. Let's leave through the other door. Leave through the other door. pray that it lets me out. Please. Do you, do you not think that there might be something in here that you need? Because at the moment, you don't have a weapon. And Right, if, I see. So there's a way so, you need to think about these uh, things. Yes. So Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that you've done a bit of this in your time, Tom. So you're giving me good advice here. Well, I, I think quite let's often ex- it's good to explore the spaces that you go into. Let's just, explore the room. Should we explore the room? I'm certainly not having a drink one one because that gets us into trouble. The demon drink. Yeah. That washing machine's really having a good time. It's just all adding that tension, baby. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you start by looking through the ornaments on the corner shelf or examine the fire and the mantelpiece? Let's go for the ornaments. Maybe one of the ornaments will be some sort of phone. Oh, no, you can only hope. There is no phone line, though, Josh. This is before cell phones, isn't it? It's before cell phones, man. Maybe there'll be some sort of emergency portal of sorts. Also is a possibility. It's always possible that there's <laughs> a portal. It's always a possibility there'll be a portal. 
There are several delicate items of pottery and a few silver pieces on the shelf. Ooh. One of the silver ornaments is a short dagger. You may take this with you if you want. It's rather too short to be a really useful weapon, but nevertheless, you may add two skill points if you use it in a fight. There Quick. is also... No gun. Sorry, I thought that was the end of it. No, 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 no. There is also a silver hip flask. Ooh. If you've not already done so, you may take this flask and fill it with brandy. Now, you may examine the fireplace or leave the room. Can I take the dagger? Or have yep. I, I've got, you've got, you've got the dagger. And so... I've got the hip flask. Yep. Okay, great. Are you, are you going to fill it with brandy? Because if you remember backwards, the brandy actually reduced your fear last time, didn't it? So yeah, maybe... so let's fill with brandy. Let's fill it with brandy. Let's so take if, some brandy. If on your items sheet, yep. you write hip flask of brandy and dagger. Got it. So now you can add two to that. So your skill is now only one lower than your original. So it's now seven. Yeah. Got it. So right, so I've now got a skill rating of seven. Yes. Uh, I've got a hip flask with a dagger. Hip flask of brandy. Uh, and would you like to examine the fireplace? Why not? Why I don't not? think there's any harm in, in giving a bit of examining. You never know what you might find. That seemed to do you all right, that examining of the shelf, yeah. didn't it? It could be a fire poker. Could be a fire poker. Use that. Fine carriage clock sits in the centre of an elaborately carved wooden mantelpiece. A number of letters are jammed in behind the clock and you reach for them. As you do so, your sleeve catches one of the carved images in the woodwork and it moves. Oh dear. You lean forward to examine it. It's a small carved demonic face which can be moved sideways. Do you wish to see what lies behind the wooden face or will you read through the letters? I think let's, let's take a risk. Let's, let's see what's behind the demonic face. Absolutely. I feel like this could be the end of me. I haven't really taken many risks yet, but I reckon let's go for it. Let's go for it. Okay, 85. The little carving moves to reveal a button set in the mantelpiece behind it. You consider whether or not to press the button. As you are deep in thought, you do not notice what is happening to the fire. In the grate, the fire has come back to life. Strong flames are licking the chimney and considerable heat being given off. You feel the heat and step backwards. As you do so, two small figures leap from the fire and face you. These fire sprites are small. They come up to your knees but their flaming bodies burn with the vigour of the fire from which they arose. They hover in the air just above the carpet, for if they touch anything, it bursts into flames. Do you wish to fight these creatures, or will you try another approach? Another approach. I want to train them to be mine. Fight for me. Come on, give me that. That sounds plausible. Let's see what these little, little bastards want. They become my sort of... Oh, here we go, right. How will you hold off these advancing creatures? Will you pick up the brandy decanter or move slowly backwards towards the window? I reckon they might Notorious flammable substance Maybe they like brandy. Well, maybe, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a chance that they like the brandy? There's always a chance, Josh, that they like the brandy. Let's use the brandy. Let's use it. Yeah. I think they might. It might be. It might be part of them. That's why it's always near the fire. You know, maybe they're made of brandy, and fire and flame. The fact that I want to help them, they like that. I think, absolutely, maybe they're made of brandy and fire and flame. So, (laughs) let's go one six nine. You grab the decanter and splash brandy quickly over the two creatures, hoping to douse their flames. Oh no. But to your dismay, the brandy burns fiercely. In fact, it seems to nourish the fire sprites rather than weaken them. That's what I wanted. Turn to nine. Oh, I, think, I think you might have to fight some stronger fire sprites here. See, I thought it would be too obvious then. Because obviously the brandy is going to make them you know, bigger. I wanted to help them and then maybe they become my teammates. Yeah, I don't think that they were very friendly. Okay, I got you. I made a wrong decision. But... 
That's okay, because now you roll do the battle. Resolve your battle with the fire sprites. They attack you one at a time. Okay. So the first one has a skill of seven. What is your skill? Your seven. skill is eight. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh, but only a stamina of four, so you only have to kill it twice. Okay. I've got a stamina of 16. So we both roll. Six. Ah, oh, you, you so I killed it once. No, well, you've taken two stamina, so you, you do it again. Roll again, so I need to beat you again. You need to beat him again. Oh dear. Six, and what did you get? I six. got six, yeah, and you've got one more skill than me, so that's it. One fire sprite dead. I killed one, easy. But we have another one. We have another one to fight. You got four. Roll the five. I'm just you bashing the fire. Fire oh, you absolutely mixing What have they got? A seven. Come on. Oh dear. Oh, so it's got you right. Each time they wound you, you risk you risk added danger of the flames touching you. Ha. You can deduct three stamina points instead of two, or test your luck. I'll deduct three stamina points. Three stamina points. So I've now got a stamina of thirteen. And a singed eyebrow. Yep. Oh my Ooh, god, he's rolled a he's 10. Rolled a ten. Six, an eight. Oh, oh he's done you again. Another so three. I take another three stamina points off, so my stamina is yeah. now ten. This is not looking good. Go again. He's done an eight. Oh, he's beating me again. I'm down to seven stamina points. What are stamina points good for? That's your health, basically. Oh, shit. Right, roll yeah. it again. Roll it again. <laughs> Got an ace again. Four. Oh. Can I try to do a luck? Yeah, yeah. Shall I test, test my luck, luck or shall yeah. I take another three off my stamina first and then do it? So, um, I'm on if, seven if you're lucky, points. yeah. Um, then you take no damage whatsoever. If you're unlucky, you take four instead of three. Oh, but I'll but you'll take no damage. I think maybe it's probably a good idea. Should have done that earlier, really. Well, maybe, but luck, luck is every time you lose your, you use your luck, yeah. it goes down. Okay, let's so go it for luck. So it makes it harder each time. So what do I have to do for my luck roll here? So what's your luck score? Seven. Current luck score is seven. Yeah, so you've got to get under seven. Under seven, here we go, here we go. <coughs> Eight. Oh, he's done so, with four. Then I lose four. four. I've got literally three stamina points left. Come and on, Josh. Did I, I lose some luck there? Yes, your luck is now six. Oh, shit. Okay, so I need to outroll you here. Go for it. You've got to do it or you're dead. Yeah, go. See what you got. The monster's rolled oh, a ten. ten. We're going to do this. Come on, Josh. I believe here we you. go. Oh, crap. I'm a seven. So the, the, the fire. The fire is... I would, I, but I, I, you've got your extra life. Extra life restored. I'm going to see so I can make you control this. I'm going to say that you beat them, but that you you have half of your initial stamina. So your initial stamina was uh, like fourteen or something. 12. Yes. So. We'll say seven. Yeah, we'll say seven stamina. Yeah. Uh, when you're doing it, if you leave your initial stamina. Ah, there, I see. So what was it? Uh, I can't remember. What's 14? Let's call it 14. Cool, and then seven. And your current stamina is seven. And then my luck is still, no, six. Uh, you can keep your luck at six because, so, but we're going to say that you have killed them. Yeah. Turn to 375 if you win. I'm in trouble. I really thought the whiskey might have like some sort of secret power. Yeah. I started off that battle while I beat the first one quite easily. Yeah, I, you absolutely slaughtered the first one. Yeah. But the second one, he, he's, he'd seen my type before. He saw right through you. He did. Right. Here we go. You step back up to the fireplace and examine the secret button again. Will you press it or will you leave the drawing room? So the sprites were obviously guarding the secret button. Press that button. Press it. I mean, you've 
You've been killed by them. And yeah, turn they were them. protecting something good. It's got to be something good. Three nine. Press that button. You press the button and hear a small click. Ooh. Then you hear another sound and you swing round to face the corner shelf. Oh dear. Beside the shelf, a sliding panel has opened in the wall. You walk over to investigate and bend down to look at the opening. Too late, you realise that the panel has revealed not a tunnel at all, but a false opening. Oh shit. The wall behind is solid, but it has served its purpose. You've been lured into a trap. You're standing on a trap door which opens beneath you. Uh, you fall downwards. Down you fall for several metres until you finally land on something soft. Oh. Add one fear point for the fright and test your luck. So, current fear is now four and my maximum fear is seven, which is bad. Yeah, you're, you're getting more and more scared. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not surprised. It's a very so scary house. Add to fear one and then? And then test your luck. Test my luck, so I need to roll below, yeah. is it my, uh, below my initial or below my current? Below your current, so which it's is two, six. Oh, two dice. dice. Two dice, you need to roll below six. Oh, crap, that's an eight. You are unlucky. If you're unlucky, you've twisted your wrist. Oh, shit. shit. Deduct one skill point. It's not easy, this. So your skill is now six? <laughs> yep. You pick yourself up and verify there's no serious damage. You've landed on a mound of earth and hay, and you realise that you're in the cellar underneath the house. I know. The room is fairly small with one door. Outside, you can hear a shuffling noise coming closer. Will you spring behind the door to surprise whatever is approaching, or will you quickly search a room for a weapon in case you need to defend yourself? Ha! Um... I will wait behind the door. Element of surprise. surprise. I'm backing my strength. Yeah, you know, I feel you. Coming from behind, surely you can... Right. You can take the guy. The door slowly opens and you hold yourself close oh. to the wall. The man who enters is short and stocky and appears to be bent double. Oh, shit. He's not armed. He peers in the room and scratches his head. Evidently, he has heard something and is perplexed at finding nothing in the room. Will you step forward and announce yourself or keep hidden and hope he leaves? Um. I think I'm, I'm going to announce myself. Announce, I mean, he's, he's a small man bent double, so... Let's see what he's... He maybe he's sure, you know, maybe he was a trick there once upon a time or something. Yeah, it's very true. Okay, let's announce ourselves. Three, six, seven. But like, if I'm just hiding there, I'm never going to get a phone call to home anyway. You've got to be bold to get exactly, out of this I'm house, right? Exactly, I'm just hiding. Survival's not an option right now. You need more than that. Agreed. Right. You cough lightly and step forward. The man turns towards you and jumps back, startled. You apologise for frightening him and explain your situation. He eyes you suspiciously and calms down, saying... Of course I'll help you. <clears throat> Follow me. As he turns and walks through the door, you can see that he is not bent double, but he has a hunched back. Uh-huh. Follow him out of the room. You see, so it was a right decision, I think, to um, to do that. I think so. He Maybe he's like an unhappy servant of the house or something and he wants to help. Maybe. That you never know. Could well be. We shall see. <laughs> As you leave the room, the hunchback limps along, muttering to himself, I wish the master's friends would not just drop in on me like that. <laughs> he mumbles, giving me such a fright and all, especially on a night like tonight. He leads you along until he reaches a door on the left. Keep going until you reach a staircase, then go up to the house. I've got work to do down here. Do you recognise this hunchback? Have you met him before? If so, you may turn to 2.30. I don't think you have met him before, have you, Josh? We didn't crash yeah, into him, did we? we certainly haven't, no. I don't think Therefore, we have. we must follow his directions oh or wait until he's gone and explore the cellar. Uh, well, the thing is, do we want to go back to the master? Is he taking us to the master? I think he is. He, I think he assumes that you're one of the master's guests. So that will be so let's the Let's duck him. Let's, uh, let's look back. At, let's, look in the, let's look in the room. Let's do that. One, six, six. 
Is there like one outcome that is good in this whole thing? Uh, there is. Can you, is that like there's the various ways of getting to the end? Yeah. There's, oh, there's, a, there's a few. There's more than one way to get through it. More than one way to get through it. There is a final where you beat it. I got you. But there are many ways to get there. Yeah. yeah. Exploring the area, you find nothing particularly unusual. You see a wooden door to the left of the passageway, which you may try turning, which you may try by turning to 211. Or you can walk a little further up and try another door to the right-hand wall. If you prefer to ignore the doors and continue up the passageway, hmm. so that's the passageway he he sent you up. There's basically two doors that you can try. Let's try a door. Try a door. Do you want to try the right-hand wall? Let's go left. Or the left. Left. We go left. I've done left for every decision when there's a directional decision, so I'm keeping my odds as high as possible without change. Maybe that's a good idea. You know, if each time I pick the same decision, I guess it doesn't make a difference. But if At least I'm you, staying you know, consistent. Yeah. You can hear gruff noises coming from within the room. Whoever or whatever is in there certainly doesn't sound too friendly. Will you try the door anyway? Or will you open the door to the wall opposite? Or I'm going to try it. I'm taking the risk. Three, four, four. I like this, Josh. I like this uh, bold. I think they try to scare you off from the right decision sometimes. I think maybe you might be right. I think to beat the house of hell, you've got to, you've be, got to be bold, man. You've got to be hellish. Right, three, four, four. Ah, the door is firmly locked. <laughs> Whoever's in there doesn't want to be disturbed. Will you open the door to the right-hand wall or turn on? Uh, that's... Or, or what? Or press on. So that's back up the... Uh, I think. Let's, let's go for the other door. Let's go for the other door. 209. Yeah. See what it does for us. The room seems to be a dungeon of some sort. For along one wall are four cells with heavy iron bars locking their occupants in. Oh. No one seems to be on your side of the bars, so you walk in to have a look. A twig craps. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a twig do that. <laughs> a twig cracks as you step forward and immediately three bodies spring to life oh dear. in three of the cells. They are a ragged lot, clothes in tatters, hair dishevelled and grubby. They all reach forward through the bars and plead with you to release them. Each one has been captured by the Earl of Druma's servants and imprisoned to await some horrendous fate. It does not sound good. Nearest to you is a pretty young girl. Her face and her hair are dirty and she's in tears. She desperately wants to be released. In the second cell is a tall man with strong features. He has accepted that he is about to die and bravely asks you to kill him now oh, to dear. deprive the evil Earl of his pleasure. In the third cell is a balding man with a grey gown who says nothing. Do you wish to help these prisoners? You may talk to one of them if you wish. Would you like to talk to the young girl, the dark man, or the balding man? If you'd rather not talk to anyone, you can leave the room. Let's talk to the young girl. I feel like if I can I'm, help I'm them, gonna, they can I'm help gonna, me. I'm going to remind you of something here, Josh. Yes. If you remember earlier, a painting... The painting told you that your only friend in this place will be a man. How do you remember that? I remember, man. I'm... Wow. She That's told very you. Well done. Okay, well then I'm, I'm going to. I'm will be do... a man in a grey robe. God, you really do have to. You, 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 you got to listen, man. You got to be listening. This isn't your first House of Hellbook, <laughs> <thing. laughs> It's not my first rodeo, man, and the fighting fancy. I'm going to go for that. I'm going to go for that man. I think we should go. I think we should. Right, so there right. really is a way to, to beat this if you... There is, but you've got to listen for the clues. You've got to really focus for the clues. Hard. So many, so much different information. And then just that one clue. Just that she one gave clue. it to us. She did give it to us. Uh, right, three... Well, Let's see what this man's got for us. I'm going to do this as a, like, northern guy. Okay. You step up to the boarding man's cell. Do not waste your time in here, he says, for you cannot help us. Our only hope is that you can destroy the evil in this house before it destroys us. But that is unlikely, because you would have to destroy the master first. He may only be killed 
with the Chris knife, and the battle may only take place in a red room to symbolize a battle taking place in hell itself. The dining room upstairs has red walls, but is always locked, and the key is hidden behind the mirror when ceremonies are taking place. If you can find this Chris knife and the key, then you may save the world from the delivery that is brewing within these walls. But as for us, we will all be dead before the night is out. Don't waste your time with us. Do you listen to his advice and consider whether you ought to leave immediately, as he suggests, or whether you should talk to the others? Uh, let's, let's take his advice and leave immediately. Is that little dagger I picked up the knife, or is that a different knife? I don't know. I think maybe. I think maybe it's another knife. But maybe you should jot down that the things you need are the Red Chris room. knife. And the crest. Chris, K-R-I-S. Chris knife. And the key is hidden behind the mirror when ceremonies are taking place. So key, I'm going to jot this down as well so I don't forget. Yeah, key hidden. Key mirror. Behind. Chris. And red room. Got it. And the red room is, he says. Dining room? The dining room. So we're going to ignore the others. Mm-hmm. He was the only one I think we could trust. Yeah. And turn to 91. Yeah. I'm down with that. So he's given us some good clues there, actually. Yes. I think that will hopefully make some of the choices coming up a bit easier. He's helped a lot. Well, because of the lady in the painting as well that we need to trust in. There you go. Further up the passage is another door on the right-hand wall. You've tried that one before, though, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so pass it and continue along the corridor. It's 393. The passageway widens into a small chamber. Although it is dark, you can see a staircase going up a few metres ahead of you. To your right, the chamber opens into a wide area. You step forward and almost immediately, a twittering noise puts you on your guard. Suddenly, you feel something land on your head and dig its sharp claws into your scalp. You gasp and sweat it away. Your hand touches a small, leathery body and a pair of wings start to flap as it rises from your head. Bats. A number of them are flapping around your head, darting and screeching with their claws. You must add one fear point for the shock. Oh, for God's sake. I've only got two fear points left. Do you wish to run up the stairs? Hide under the stairs or fight the bats. Let's fight the bats. Let's fight the bats. Why not? I think you can take some bats, Josh. You're I reckon. You're I a big strapping lad. Exactly. Let's take on the bats. Yeah, these bats. These bats are mugs, mate. You'll be able to have those easy. They've got a skill of four okay. and a stamina of four. So what do I have to do again? So we both roll mm. at the same time and add it to our skill score. Mine's so six. I'm rolling for the bats. Yeah. So basically, if I need to beat you by three. By two. My rolls. Well, yeah, because if we get the same, uh, one, okay. Okay. You've got a nine. Okay. Nine. Oh dear. So I do. I do. <laughs> so what do I do? You take away two from your stamina. Current, current stamina. Stamina is now five. The bats are hitting me. That's all right. You just let them get one in because yeah. they took you by surprise. And five. Oh my god! Oh, you've got snake eyes. They've done you again. I haven't had good rolls tonight. Stamina's now three. Come on, I believe in you, Josh. I know you can eight. I'm... You've got to be kidding. Five and you can... Oh, no, no, but we've got the same. All right, five, you got seven. So, so I've got three on you, right? So. Yeah, we both deflect. Here we go again. Yeah. There we go. There you go. So you I kill two of the bats. Kill the bats. And... One more. What's this one? Are there three? So, well, there's the bats have a stamina of four. Oh, God. And you take just rolled two. an 11. I've just rolled an 11, yeah. But I've just rolled that. Four. <laughs> so they've, they've taken two off of you again. So I've got a stamina of one remaining. So you're, you're on your last, on my last dying leg. legs. Don't forget that broken wrist. Oh, 
you don't roll low really, do you? Tommy's rolled I know, I'm just a superhuman roller, it's like. And I've rolled with seven, so I've managed to defeat them. But I've got a stamina of one. But you are not looking too clever. I've got a stamina of one. That's okay, that's okay, we'll find... Bats are dead. The bats are dead. That's all that matters, right? The bats that is are dead. What matters. If you defeat them, you may climb the stairs and open the door at the top, or you can explore the bats' chamber. Let's explore the bats' chamber. Maybe we'll find the dagger or something there that we need. Very wise. You know, we defeated the bats. We may as well go into their home and disrespect them now. Where do you want to search? The corner from when from which the bats came, along the back wall, or under the stairs? Under the stairs. Under the stairs. If I was gonna hide the Chris knife. I'd go under the stairs. I'd hide it under the stairs. 61. There's nothing unusual under the stairs, although some of the bricks in the wall look as if they've been replaced recently. Mm. You may either look into the bat's corner, along the brick wall, or climb the stairs to the door above. Let's climb the stairs. So that's leaving this room. What do you think we look along the wall? Maybe there's some loose bricks. I think I think that wouldn't wouldn't hurt, maybe. All right, let's Checking. have a look. Let's have a look. You never know. It's, you got to leave know. no stone six, unturned. Three, five, six. You might be able to have a loose, a loose brick or something. You feel along the wall for any sign of a secret entrance, but find nothing. Just as you're beginning to think you're wasting your time, your left hand dislodges a brick. Ah. Behind the brick is a lever. You pull the lever and a rumbling noise comes from the wall nearby. A section of the wall slides to one side, revealing a small entrance, just large enough for you to climb through. You look inside, but it's pitch black. Do you want to step through the door, or would you rather not whisk it? Let's get in there. Step through the door. 387. Show me what's up. Come on, you've got your one stamina. You can take on anything. I'm feeling lucky. I reckon. You find yourself in a dark tunnel. It's quite short and ends at a door. You open the door slowly and, when you are sure there is no one inside, you step into the room. It seems to be some sort of ceremonial anteroom or dressing room. Hanging from hooks around the walls are 30 to 40 white gowns and resting on the shelves underneath the gowns are macabre masks made from goat's heads. Mm, makes sense now. A single passageway leans off to the left. While you're wondering where to go, you just <laughs> go for it. Don't worry, man. You, you Sorry, can, no, yeah, no, 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 do what, do whatever. Just grab your glass of water. Yeah, that's no, fine. There you go. I, I don't know that Josh is long for this world anyway with his one. I've got stamina one stamina. Left. What's one stamina? I've got one health. One, he- one, one health HP. Point left. One hit point. Oh, one left before you lose the game. One, uh, yeah. one HP. <laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, where were we? Hanging from hooks around the walls are 30 to 40 white gowns and resting on shelves underneath the gowns are macabre masks made from goat's heads. A single passageway leads off to the left. While you're wondering where to go next, a sound sends a chill down your spine. Someone is coming. A hubbub of voices grow louder from a group of people coming towards the room. You look quickly round for somewhere to hide and decide to nip behind the door. Suddenly, the door opens and about 40 people come into the room, all chattering excitedly. You mingle with them and merge unnoticed into the crowd. They are ribbing a a man called Brother Isaacson. (laughs) It seems that tonight is a very significant night for him. You copy what they're doing, laughing and smiling, and eventually getting dressed up into a gown and a mask. I I do that. Yeah, yeah, you get dressed up into a gown. Blending in. Blending in. Eventually, when they're dressed, they all move along to the other passageway. We go along with them, or we hang around at the back, hoping to stay behind unnoticed. Um, let's let's hang around at the back. Hang around. At I the don't back. want to go with these people. I don't trust them. As the others set a lot off along the passageway, you remain at the back of the crowd. 
As the last few are leaving the room, another man bursts in through the door, puffing and panting. Good, I'm not too late, he gasps. For a minute, I thought I'd miss it. Now let's see, where is my gown and mask? Your blood chills as the man starts looking in the area where you took your costume. Gone, he says. Wait, brothers, someone has taken my dress. Ah, there is my mask. Sorry, brother, you must have taken mine by mistake. I can recognise it quite clearly by the broken tooth. Here, let me have it. The man snatches the mask from your head and all the attention is focused on you. Here, who are you? Someone asks. Your hesitant reply gives the game away. Back, brothers, shouts a voice. We seem to have an intruder in our midst. A dozen men come back into the room and surround you. You have no choice but to go with them to the cell where they lock you in. This is a cell from which there is no escape. The adventure is over. Is it... Am I just not very good at this game? Oh, no, like, basically, you, you always die in them. It's, like, really hard. <laughs> have you ever had someone win one? Um, well, one? I presume... when I used to do them when I was a kid, yeah. you'd win, but basically because I'd cheat. And oh, you'd, you'd like go, oh, okay, right, I'll go back to the your one. way yeah, to yeah. the end yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, big time. But you, you've been locked in a cell right. to die forever. It doesn't sound very pleasant. It's, it not, sound... it's not very pleasant at all, Josh. But uh, that's quite cool. I've, I'm pretty sure I've done. We used to play that when I was young, but I haven't done anything like that in a while. So thank you. That's cool, man. That's good fun. A bit of nostalgia there. Bit of nostalgia, and uh, let me know if you ever have someone who wins. I will do. I will do. I'll, I'll hit you up. Hey, that was fun, wasn't it? Josh died quite horribly twice, but he was an excellent sport. Did you guess the mystery intruder? It was, of course, Archie Manners, Josh's partner in crime in the Katie Hopkins vid. So, thanks to them. Once again, thanks to Sophie Wise for the artwork. Thanks to you all for listening, especially the surprising number of you listening in Sri Lanka. Legends. You can get in touch with me on all the usual channels at Bomb Tartlet. If there's anyone you think you'd like to see on the pod, you can let me know that via a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. I'll try and get it sorted for you. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.